Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook and Ivy Podcast on the Twitter. 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 And mail at ivypod.com is our email. Let's go. And welcome, everybody. Hello, Clayton. Hi, John. How's it going? It's going. I suddenly uh, forgot how to talk. Did you? Yes. That's strange. And you know what? When you don't know how to talk, it's good to listen to things. And when I need to listen to something, I listen to Stitcher. How about you? I also listen to Stitcher. And you can listen to Stitcher and hear our show, the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast, while on the go with the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Did you know that? No, yes. No, I didn't. Actually, <laughs> did. now I, I do. We've yeah. talked about it a few times. But yeah. on Stitcher, you find on-demand news, talk, and more on your mobile phone. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory or storage wasted. It's available on iPhone and Android uh, and other most smartphones. So give it a go. Go to Stitcher.com. Check it out. Go to your app store on your phone. It's the smarter way to listen to radio. I sort of did an ad lib to read there. I I, I combined a few of them. What would you think? I liked it. Mm -hmm. Me too. Worked for me. I think it was great. Wonderful. It was the best one yet. I think so. So... We, uh, we've been off for two weeks. We're keeping up with our every other week goal. We sort of pieced together an episode today with a lot of random stuff, right? We did, uh, yes. We don't, we'll really all... have like, we don't really have like a single theme other than sort of, I don't know if we could sum it up quickly, could you? I mean, sort of. There's a lot of web-based topics here, like blogs and comments, forums, online forums, and just online information and getting the word out there different ways. That's definitely one of the themes. Right. So like local blogs, meaning like Illinois Valley blogs, like Streeter, Peru, LaSalle, whatever, blogging. Some of the stuff we, we, we did notice there, uh, if you ever go on the local newspaper websites, some really good comments on there. Sometimes you can find out how smart or dumb people are real quickly. But yeah, there's... You, there's... It's it's great when the local newspapers allow just all out commenting. Right. They they pretty much let anything go lots of times. It's funny. Right, as long as it's not too yeah, not they keep out the swearing and whatnot and then and typically you can say anything. But yeah, the we were going to talk about all the local blogs uh scene. Yeah. The local blog scene. And I think that that's kind of our main focus and then we'll yeah. hit up some other stuff. We got some yeah, I wanted to do a little history lesson today. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. And then yeah. we'll wrap it up probably with some – the podcast awards were announced. Unfortunately, we didn't win. And uh, Did we talk about we that didn't? last time? What? I mean, we didn't win. <laughs> no winning for us. 
and maybe some other random stuff. We'll see how much time we feel like. Yeah, yeah. There was some, you know, Ivar stuff going on, Dreamwave stuff. Yeah, the history lesson on Matheson. So, yeah, lots of good stuff. So well, we should let's, just let's, let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's jump in. Well, let's do the Ivar thing quick, just while we're on it. It's towards the top of our thing. Sure. Uh, so if you're yeah, if you listen to the show, we we bring out our shows every Wednesday. So uh, this coming Saturday, the nineteenth, November nineteenth, is an Ivar trivia night at the Peru Eagles Club in Peru. Right. It's ten dollars a person, ten people per team, and that's all the details. I don't know when it starts. It's just over there in the west end of Peru at the Eagles. And now is it ten? You don't have to have ten people. It's just the maximum number, right? Correct. Okay. So I've never done one of these. I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, we Team Ivy Pod will be there. We are going to be there, and we are going to take on and destroy everyone. At least right. that's the plan. Well, uh, it's a lot harder than you think. No, um, I know. I imagine it is. <laughs> it's it, they're a lot of fun though. Uh, so how does know, it work? Most, most of the people are. Most of the teams are there just to have fun. You know, really, it's usually just about the charity or whatever thing you're raising money for, and the people just want to be there to support it. Usually, they all have beer. I mean, even the ones that I've done at the schools and stuff, they always have beer and food. And usually, there's a silent auction, or not. You know, like where you go around and you write down your bids on stuff, kind of thing, or door prizes sometimes. But um, usually, how it works is they'll give you an answer sheet and they'll do it in rounds. So each round, say, will be 10 questions, and they'll read the questions over a PA. And you write down your answers, and then at the end of each round, your team turns in your answer sheet and they'll. You know, they they'll usually have a projector with a, like a spreadsheet or something that shows how the teams are stacking up and how, how you're scoring. And there's little nuances to you know how they can do it. You know, some some places they'll do different topics. Usually, each round has a theme to it. Sometimes they'll have like you know name that tune or the missing lyrics or you know I mean it could be any number of things. But do they show everyone's answer? No, no. Oh, that no. could have been kind of funny. Like if you're, if you're like clueless, so you just put something up there, humorous. No, uh, nothing like that. Nothing like that. You usually, and most of the time, there's like, there's a handful of teams that you know you can tell are there for, and they're down to business. They don't have the pitcher of beer sitting out typically. <laughs> it, usually, it's the uh, there's a group of newspaper guys that go, and I think they dominate pretty much most of the time. But I know we, I've done pretty good with the teams I've been on where we finished. You know, in the top five, but I've never won money, so. But we should we should do okay. Maybe maybe not. Maybe yeah. we'll stink. Sometimes well, you know, that, I warn you, Clayton. I do live in walking distance of the Eagles, so that could be bad for me. Right. I yes. <laughs> My game <laughs> might deteriorate as the night goes on. Remember, it's a solid like three blocks away, so <laughs> it is quite a haul for you. Yeah. All right. You better hold it together. I'll, you, I'll uh, try. I already. Hey, you know, I posted some stuff about it on Facebook, and we got uh, got a reply. Uh, oh, really? Might have another teammate. Oh, cool. To check that out. Nice. Well, maybe maybe we end up. We might end up having to do two tables. I think we might. Yeah, I think so. But it's not. It, it can be social, but it it it, it in in a way, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll make the best of it. It'll be yeah. fun. Something different, and it'll be for a good cause for Ivar. Yeah, well, for those who don't know, Illinois Valley Animal Rescue. That's right, right. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 
Saving <laughs> dogs and cats and animals every day. Nice. One of my favorite things to check in on Facebook because they always got super cute pictures that make me want a dog. The day is going to come. Will it? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Wait wait until you see what you got to do is do it like they did on the Cosby show. I don't remember what they did. Well, you know, Rudy really wanted a dog, all the kids, Vanessa and, and Theo. And I don't think the older ones really cared, but they really wanted a dog. And, but they, you know, Heathcliff always said, you know, they're a lot of work and you're going to have to take them for a walk every day and you're going to have to feed them every day. And you're going to have to um, give it water. And, you know, they're a lot of work. And, well, once they got the dog, Rudy realized that, oh boy, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even know if they actually got a dog. I think I don't they think just they did. I think they watched one for a couple of days. Or, like, they found a dog that was a, like a stray, kind of. And then the owners came and got it. And then they were glad that it was gone or something. I don't remember That's specifically. Awesome. Yeah. Good but you show. Can, it's a good way to teach the boys some responsibility, cleaning up the. the the poop in the yard and brushing it and walking it and after a while the novelty wears off so yeah <laughs> see yeah when, sure when my boys are that. old enough to take care of the dog themselves that's kind of my plan right I, that's probably not really going to work i because i know realistically it'll be their dog but i'll have to take care of it right you'll be the one that has to take it out on the midnight walk which actually you might not mind giving you no. excuse to leave the house yeah right <laughs> well you know what I, I gotta take the dog for a walk and the dog will be happy <laughs> and, and usually the i don't know how it is with you but my dad always said you know he always felt like he was the last one to know anything in the house so his only ally in the whole house was the dog no. so <laughs> maybe that'll be you or mom and the kids just ignore you and <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> right. well, we'll see. Well, well uh, yeah, so November 19th this Saturday or if you're listening to this in the future, sorry you missed it. But I'm sure they have trivia nights frequently. So, trivia night, Ivar, Team Ivy Pod is going to kick some butt or have fun attempting to anyway. Well, yeah. We'll we'll try our hardest. How's that? Works for me. It sounds good. Where do we go from there? Should we jump into the local podcast? No, not podcast. Pod blah, blog scene. Right. I, as far as I know, just from, based on your last comment, I think we are the only local podcast. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other one I can think of is Dreamwave, but actually I checked in on them, and they haven't been doing them lately. It's been a little while since they've done a podcast, so I guess we work. kind of are the only consistent podcast mm-hmm. around. Sure. I found another one doing some doing some of the research for that Matheson history lesson. Uh, oh, I, I saw that. Was I, it? I ran into that one. It's an NPR, not NPR. Uh, it's a DNR has their own right. podcast, the Department of Natural Resources, Illinois. So this is an Illinois statewide podcast, which who listens to those? But they're on iTunes, so Probably I give pretty, them that. Pretty enlightening. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, but yeah, no, I don't think there really are. So we can say we're the number one podcast in the Illinois Valley. <laughs> Never thought of that, but I, I like the I like the. At s- least I'm, I'm going to say it. Yeah, I really do. I like the sound of that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what, what you did, you kind of went and searched Google and and did your best to find the local forum sections. Right. Yeah. I, well, you know what sparked this is Brian, who we had on um, a couple shows ago, mentioned to me that he checks out some of these blogs. 
Is it technically a blog or is it just a forum? No, uh, the, 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 the Peru, the two that are in Peru, I think are blogs because they're actually on blogger.com. Okay. Uh, blogger is a, it's a Google thing. So Stephanie says that people in Ottawa always say that, like the comments on the news stories, they say that those are blogs and, and they're not. People yeah. call them blogs and they're just comments on news stories. Exactly. Right. Because, nope. they, because they don't know what a blog is, which is just a, like a local, a, a blog is like your own just billboard page where you just type right. anything you want about anything you want and uh, people comment on what you say. Right. And right. you moderate what they say. And it's pretty much your voice and that's it. Right. So I guess technically it, technically maybe it kind of is because you can comment on other people's comments. But I, 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 I would say it's not. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Either. I don't no. either. Whatever um, we're getting down to technicalities and yeah, whatever. okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, but yeah, so insert yeah, so he mentioned that there were some local you know being that I live in Peru, I was interested to find out what these were, and then so then I thought, well, wow, there's there's two blogs that are done locally here in Peru, so I started searching around to see what else there is in the Illinois Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't quite have as easy as of a time like I, I just googled Peru. Oh, wait, Peru, Illinois, blog. And I found these two pretty easily. I started doing the same tactic for the other towns and couldn't really find them quite as easily. Mm-hmm. The one that was coming up a lot was a, a website called Topics, www.topix.com. They have stuff for all the towns, Ottawa, Utica, LaSalle. Seems like they have a page for every one of these towns with some activity, people posting a question or a comment, and then people commenting on those, but not as active. I noticed. Did you? I think you saw the same thing. Just doesn't seem like there's. As yeah, there's a lot stuff of up there from like 2007 or 2008. There's some some more local, like there's some more uh, up to date stuff from Oglesby, but in general, not a whole lot of activity. And I don't know if it's just me, uh, but when I discovered that that website. Just the name of it, www.topics.com, and it kept popping up for every one of them. It just it hit me like spam type thing, mm-hmm. even though it's not a spam website. It's just the way they are doing their website. You can tell that they're they're hitting all the RSS feeds of the local areas, and I don't know how they're doing it exactly, but it just the the, the whole spam thing kind of jumped out at me. And right. and their website name itself, just I don't like that name. Topics. Right. Oh, they're just set up really well on Google. Yeah, they they're they're doing. <laughs> That's <these>. all. <laughs> they're taking advantage of search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. I don't really know for sure, but that's the impression I'm getting. So know. that's that. But I mean, so there are some good ones out there. There's right. the Streeter Forum and Streeter Online has some good stuff. I noticed every one of the newspapers has 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 comment sections. I think isn't it the Ottawa Times is a little bit better. I think than many of the others because I think they're a little more free. I think. Well, you don't have to be a subscriber That's to it. stories. That's it, yes. And you don't have to be a subscriber to look at the archive. So right. they, get a, they get a lot of traffic just based on that. Um, yeah. yeah. But, then... Sorry, everybody. I don't know where we just got cut off, but wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Well, we were talking about the times and 
their website is actually free. Uh, well, the, the, you can access the all the archives and all the stories and comment without being a subscriber. Right, News I'm Tribune sure. has to be. You have to be a subscriber. They do show the, the a lot of the latest topics and they show the comments. But to comment yourself, you do have to you know log in mm-hmm. to put in comments. I think they might. Don't they have anonymous? Do they do anonymous uh, stuff on Ottawa Times? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which is their website is mywebtimes.com. Um, if you're curious to look, and, and they actually have a pretty they they get a ton of traffic. So uh, and and it's you know they have a, it, certain stories always seem to drum up tons of comments too, which it's I, I always I'm curious. It's funny to me which ones get the most comments and which ones don't. And I don't I don't check it daily, but I check it from time to time. And it's kind of, you know, sometimes people are incredibly rude. Oh, there is. Yeah. Like, I want to say it was a year ago, someone in the local area had died. It was a tragic accident or something. A young person died. I don't remember. It might have been drug related. It wasn't necessarily a good situation. Mm -hmm. But some of the people I remember were commenting really nasty stuff. And then people were coming back at them with nasty stuff back. And it was just a big mess. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the people just, they get Even a little on, bit... On Facebook, it's like that, too. Um, I know there was a traffic accident where there was a fatality in, in the Times Facebook page. And I heard this from Stephanie, and, and it was what ended up happening is someone commented on the story that was posted by the Times on their, their Facebook page, who it was, oh. with, before before it was released to the public. Oh, but it was like it was my cousin, and this is her name. And it's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I guess you know. And I, I, I don't know if they, I, don't, I think they did remove it, or I don't know for sure. But it's kind of funny, like the way that all the way that stuff works. Like, I, I, there's no the, the the anonymity of being on the internet allows people to say whatever the heck they want. And part of me is a little, you know, I, I think there should be some sort of. Uh, you should at least be somewhat responsible for the things that you write. Yeah, anonymity is unfortunately a uh, bad thing at, at a lot of times with the with the web. Mm-hmm. Uh, people That's just true. are free to say anything they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it's interesting either way. Like, but you, like you said, there's the the there's two different blogs in Peru. We were kind of getting on like which ones are available that seem to be active. Yeah, the two the two that are on the Peru. So if you live in Peru, I recommend. I mean, they're, they're completely Peru centric blogs. Uh, one is called PeruTownForum.blogspot.com. So I don't know what the hell the why it's Blogspot, but it's it's Google must have bought them. I'm I'm guessing is what happened. So um, you you Google Peru Town Forum or Peru Blog, Peru Illinois Blog, and you will find this website. And then there's another one called Peru Pages, I believe. She's got it linked on her prupages.blogspot.com. And the Peru Pages one is good. Uh, it's a lot more about the inner workings of just local government. And, I don't know, he seems to be pretty knowledgeable about the, the money and just how everything really works. I... Mm-hmm. I, I it was a little bit harder to read myself. Right. A lot more serious topics. The other one is a little bit more lighthearted, you know, just um, 
I don't know, just a lot of comments and posts about things that are happening in the area, commenting on things. I think the one that jumped out at me the most uh, was from the beginning of November. November from this is now I'm talking about the Prue Town Forum, by the way. Uh, there was one that talked about the Halloween on Marquette Road, how everybody drives up there for Halloween because that's the newer subdivision in Peru and it's just out of control, out of hand. There's so many kids and people up there trick-or-treating. It's just crazy. So Full-size candy bars? I, I don't know. That's the assumption. Oh, I don't yeah. know how realistic that is. but uh, Yeah. Yeah, so that there was a good blog and a lot of good comments about that. Um, and in response to this, since we're talking about this, on this blogger.com, I went ahead and set up one for myself as John at Ivy Pod. So I'm on there now. Cool. The only thing I blogged was that we came out with episode 27, so not very interesting. Mm-hmm. Pretty redundant if you mm-hmm. follow any of our other stuff. But still, um, so that's one. Th- those two websites are very good, I think, are for just keeping up on Pru stuff. Uh, Streeter has two that I found that are pretty yeah. active. Yeah, they were. And I, I kind of I enjoyed looking at them. I know that. Yeah, streeteronline.com is like their main town website, I believe, and they've got their own just forum, and you can talk about lots of stuff, and there's a, there's a lot of posts, and they, they're, it's, it's used a lot. So you can go there and get good information. There's classified. There's stuff about politics. There's the other one, Streeter Forum. Now, these websites, maybe we should post these because some of these websites are kind of long-winded. Right. I think it's a good idea. You just, you know, just Google Streeter Forum or Streeter Blog. You're going to find something. It's pretty easy to find them. They're going to be at the top of the list. I, I didn't search. I didn't spend too much time searching. I'll put it that way. So uh, I enjoyed the Streeter Forum one because, you'll, you know, they don't get too political. It's it's pretty friendly. There's a couple things where they're, you know, asking questions about mm-hmm. can minors buy and drink non-alcoholic beer? Pretty lighthearted stuff. Another right. blog post about how to make just, pork just tender lines. Just answer that question. N- no. Yeah, right. No, carry, exactly. on. Can't carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Five replies. So <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Since we brought it up. No. Because <laughs> there's still alcohol in it. I would say no, because so called non alcoholic beer still has 0.1% of alcohol. It's like, it's like um, decaf, right? I don't think. Oh, you know, yeah. Right. In terms of percentage of caffeine. Right. Same thing. Like there's still a little bit of alcohol in it, just like there's a little bit of caffeine in decaf. That's true. You have to drink like a hundred Doesn't mean you beers buy it, to though. catch a buzz, but still. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, yeah, so Streeter's got some good act blog activity going on. Prue's got some good blog activity going on. I couldn't find so much for many other towns, though. Yeah, let us know if anybody out there knows any of them. I mean, we'll try to share it or get them out there for you. Yeah, maybe we'll do some kind of little campaign here somehow using Facebook or whatever to see what else is going on. Because sure. uh, other than that, didn't... There's like I said, there's that topics thing, but you know those that aren't seems so generic. Yeah, it just just doesn't seem as personable. It seems like yeah, just not as good. Yeah, the 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 local ones when people go on and create their own blog, that's like to me a real blog. Mm-hmm. I did I did want to share one story from the streeter when you're done. Oh no, I'm go ahead because I'm just rambling. Okay, uh, there uh, there was a story this week in the paper. I, I, apparently, there was a deer that. that outside of a Streeter grade school that it seems like it was probably hit by a car. Maybe it had a broken leg and, and the police were called to the scene to, to take care of it. And it was while school was in session. And 
I, I should look up the story on the, the Times website. I don't know why I didn't, but apparently they they uh, took out the deer. They shot the deer it, while school was in session. <laughs> and I guess, according to this, and this is the kind of stuff that you get on these blogs, what it was like, they were like, don't they have tranquilizers? It's like, no, they don't. They're not animal control officers. They don't carry tranquilizers in their squad cars. But someone wrote, like, tranquilizer, please. We live in rural America. Rural, rural America. When a deer gets injured, it either goes off to suffer or gets put down. Right. It's, it's unfortunate. It's just the way of life here. Someone said, and from what my daughter stated, a couple of the kids started crying. And, <laughs> uh, my son said that his class cried and was horrified. Um, that was one class. They have seven grade levels and probably at least two rooms for each grade level. Oh. Um, not sure how many could have viewed the incident, but even... When out of the view, they still heard it. Poor judgment by the streeter police. Apparently, they they um they fired quite a few shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's not, but it is. <laughs> but uh, like, were they shooting it? You know, I don't know. The, the whole thing was very funny. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yes, we are demented minds. I'm sorry, yeah. we are laughing at this, everybody. They're like, couldn't you? Couldn't they have caught it and like taken it to a more suitable location? Well, come on, anybody who's seen Napoleon Dynamite's got to laugh when they hear this this sort of a thing. It's like the yeah. scene when he shoots the cow. Yeah, and they all scream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, to me, it, someone actually posted something on here that was like, "Well, it'd be a good place for them to actually have a discussion." There you go. You don't see that every day. You know, like they talk to the kids about it. Like, well, what do you what do you think? they should have done you know you could say i mean how do you think they go about these are adults they're professionals they're you know they're police officers they're not idiots you know or i'd like to think at least and they did what they felt was necessary and the the most humane thing was just like well i don't know you can't you don't really take deer in to get them fixed up you just put them down and if they did it right then maybe someone could have had that deer butchered and you could eat it you know what i mean like i don't know um yeah but it no, I think funny. they did what they had to do, and it's just unfortunate. Maybe, maybe they should have warned the if they. Yeah, maybe, I guess if there's anything they could have warned the school, say, hey, you know, close the blinds. They did. They did tell that they warned the school, and then they told them not to come out for recess. Oh well, there you go. They did what they had to do because they're going to be shooting their guns. Yeah, <laughs> my thing is, is like it should have probably taken a shot, maybe two. But I guess it's not. It's like when you're in that situation, it's a lot more different than when you just talk about it. So I give. I just thought it was funny, like some of the comments on here where people are like outraged at what they did, and it's like, well, what would you have done? I support the police. Yeah, me too. I, and if I, I was know. them, this goes back to that other story where, uh, what we were talking about, how they got to do the manhunt. Well, sometimes you have to do, and that was a fun situation. And this is one of those situations, maybe not so fun, right? The most, but they have to do it. Exactly, I agree. But they did their job either way. You know what they called the police? What did they expect them to do? It would have been about ten times worse. Now, yeah, what if this exact same scenario occurred in one month from now? So just before christmas and there was this deer sitting there and they did it mm-hmm. now that i maybe i could see there being a, a little bit more added 
uh, issue there for the kids because you know to a kid a deer looks like a reindeer and they don't know better oh yeah uh, yeah you know so there that could have been an issue that would have been a little traumatic for a kid i could see that I feel a little bad for him in that case but you know what are you gonna do yeah uh. so yeah that's a good one uh i don't have any i didn't i wanted to look for some good blog entries but yeah i didn't the I, John at Ivy Pods, his was just fantastic. I thought he, he did such a good job. He said something like, episode 27 is awesome. So, moving on. You were on the Peru Blogspot one? No, I created my own. I just call It's called uh, ivypod.blogspot.com. Huh. But for some reason, Ivy Pod was taken, so I had to do ivy-pod. So that kind of stunk, but oh well. I don't know how often I'm going to use it, but it's there. And with that, we should probably take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Okay, we'll be right back. everybody and uh, sorry everybody just missed out on a massive argument between Clayton and I over the course of this where our podcast is going to go next for this episode for this episode <laughs> yeah uh, it was a brief you no. shouldn't have raised your voice yeah oh man I'm so mad <laughs> uh. Uh, but we're we're done talking about the local blogs and stuff like we said earlier if, if you have any or know of any local blogs that are pretty active or interesting or anything, just you know, let us know. You can email us at mail yeah. at ivypod. We would like to help get the word out about them. Yeah. And if you're interested in getting your voice out, it's a it's a good way to do it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and if you do go on there, make sure you're courteous. Yeah, because remember, Google remembers these things. And when right. they type in your name, just go ahead and do it. Type in... Your name on a Google search, you will see things do pop up. So if you need to get a job someday, right? Remember, <laughs> hopefully you didn't make any really bad remarks on right. some blog somewhere. You'll need the uh, Reputation Defender website where they have to go in and clean up all your your yeah. stupid comments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that right. Do you watch? You know, I know we're trying to get off this topic, but do you watch uh, Saturday Night Live at all? Yeah, we watched it last night. Did you I... see the one about? I don't know how long ago it was, maybe about a month ago, where uh, that McCarthy lady, she was the host. I can't think of her first name. 
Jenny McCarthy? No, not Jenny McCarthy. No. It's uh well anyway, it, it was a they She's did a episode or one of their little skits on on they brought these bloggers, these guys who always comment on blogs or other people's blogs and they just always do like mean things like one guy no matter what it is, he'll always do something like say that they're the hor- they're horrible, they should kill themselves and and he's just so rude. And then there was another guy whose blogs, everything he blogged and commented on, used he always put boobies mm-hmm. in, in in every one of his and said, well, I think major. I, did, I think I did see that. And the other girl was just always political. And so then what they did is for the one especially, they actually brought one of the people in that he told should you know like go to hell or something. And yeah, I did see this. Oh, it was funny. It was good. That's a good one. Well, people love that anonymity. They really, they really thrive on it. And there's a lot of trolls out there. They're look, like looking for people to, you know what I mean? Like trying to get people riled up intentionally. Yep. And that's what, yeah, exactly. That's what these and that's are. not cool either. No. I, I did you like I, I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. This is a good link to our next part. They have he has a message board for his like website. And if you troll or if you say mean things and you're, and you're a jerk on his message boards and his forums on his, on his website, you get, you get sent to the pink room, which is where all the people like, you're not allowed to, to make comments on the real website anymore. Oh, you really? Get, you can you do get, that. Yeah. You, he like, <clears throat> I don't know if you, you must have to register. I'm sure you could fake it, you know, register again or something, but he actually like, like demotes you to the, the pink, the pink room. I guess what he calls it. You're not allowed to, to comment cool. on the real message board anymore. Yeah, it is cool. I think it's 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 like And that is a perfect segue into our next topic. Right. So we're talking about Joe Rogan now. Uh, I don't know if he was nominated, but they actually there's podcastawards.com, which I, I think is actually sort of gaining traction as like a legitimate Yeah, I checked it out last year. I remember I remember and I actually I, I thought it was kinda neat and I bookmarked it and but at the time, I could tell. You, you could just see it was just some dude putting this together. It didn't seem exactly like it hadn't gained traction yet. But I think it really has now because it gets talked about on some of the podcasts that I listen to, the Frog Pants ones especially. They talk about it. They talk about it on uh, the Fantasy Focus, either baseball or football. But, yeah, the Matthew Barry, the ESPN one, that they, they, they actually won for the sport podcast they talk about it on there too so cool. yeah and uh yeah so as we mentioned earlier uh, we did not win but uh a lot of our favorite podcasts did win right and yeah. they have categories just like any other award would you know any other award you know movies or books or anything like that so there's you know general award overall or whatever comedy sports social commentary Actually, let me pull it up. There's Best Produce, Business, Best Video Podcast, The People's Choice, Comedy, Cultural Arts, Entertainment, Education, Food and Drink, Gaming, The Gay, Lesbian, and Bi, The Transgendered Community has one, General, Health and Fitness, Mature, Movies, Films, Politics, Religion, Sports, Science, Travel, Technology. So that's actually pretty broad. But it is. And they're all, all good topics, you know. I'm proud to say, or not proud to say, but I'm actually, I think it's kind of cool because, you know, we always have our podcast section of the of the show, and the podcasts that we recommend are the winners in so many of these catalogs. So mm-hmm. we have good taste, Clayton. Yeah, I know. We do. This uh, Week in Tech is one of my newer podcasts I listen to frequently. They won Best Video Podcast. Oh. This so, American Life, the one you bring up a lot. 
Love of it. Of course they won. You know, that's mm-hmm. an easy, that's a shoe-in. Rightfully so. Mark Marin won. We talk about him constantly. It's he getting better. Yes. He has. I think just within the last, like, six months or eight months, like, his show is just... He had uh, Rain Wilson on. That was awesome. It was that awesome. was a great one. Mm-hmm. And he had Chris Rock on, too. Yep, and... that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So well, he's getting some names. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed that, but... So, who else won? We had uh, the well, Fantasy talk- Focus. Yep, fa- Fantasy Focus. Which is one I like if you're into fantasy football, baseball, or whatever. That fantasy, it's ESPN guys, Matthew Barry and the other fellas on there. I'm kind of spacing on the names right now, but... Uh, Morning Stream, I talk about that one. I've, I know I've mentioned that one a few times, and Coverville, mentioned that one as well. Yeah, yeah. That I've actually gone and listened. That one's one where you can just kind of go through, like, look at the episodes that he have and see the type of music that you're into, and you could probably get a kick out of listening to certain episodes. You might not yeah. listen to all of them, but you exactly. might yeah. tune into certain ones. Yeah. I think you mentioned Smodcast before. That one made it. Or Did it? One. Yeah, I saw that. What What was that for? Well, for mature. You definitely yeah. need to be mature to listen to that one. Yeah. Or you need to be like an eight-year-old that likes to giggle at. Um, penis jokes uh, um, but it's kevin smith and his they are it, it's pretty funny i don't listen to it anymore i know uh, some people do i just i after a while it kind of and actually got old i'm surprised and i i mentioned this one before and i'm actually surprised at one film sack film sack one for movies films which uh heard that one i have never listened to that one it's a good one but i'm surprised at one because it, I think it's because it's a Frog Pants Network show, and I think their their following is pretty large now. So that's they probably just voted for all their shows, and that's how they won. Because that show is real; they don't talk about new movies. They're, it's they go through the they go through the latest streaming Netflix movies, which, as we all know, if you have Netflix streaming, Netflix is kind of. Eh, you know, there are a little older movies, sometimes some pretty lame movies out there. And, and certain so, movies never make it on there either. Yeah, where, and well, they'll go through the lamest of the lame movies, and those are the ones they decide to do a, a review of. They'll all sit down and watch it, and they'll critique it. Usually old movies. So, like, Universal Soldier um, would That's be one. Great, great movie. Yeah. Van Damme, Damme's in that one. Or Beetlejuice, or just, you know, a lot of these old movies from the 80s, they, they seem like they do a lot of those. That's why I think I like them so much, because I, I enjoy so much of those old 80s flicks. Hmm. So Well, Discovery Channel, the stuff you missed in history class, I know I've listened to a little bit of that one. That one's a pretty good show, that, yeah. so I, it's nice to see them get one. Yeah, that's but a good one. I'm, I, I, I'm really curious to know how this, like, the podcast thing worked, the, the award thing, so I, I'm well, I voted yes. once or twice. Did you do your Frog Pants shows? I did. Yes, I did all those shows, and I think I did WTF and This American Life also. Just recently, you know, I, you've you've recommended them so many times. I didn't listen to them a lot. Uh, I've started getting into them a lot more, though. Now. This American Life? Did you listen yeah. to the one from last week, the uh, Tyrant one? Oh, that was fantastic! Yeah, it was, I was the one uh, episode about the guy, the the this the maintenance superintendent for the school district. Right. Uh, what was his Did name? you Rossi? No, no. Yeah, Rossi. Yeah, Rossi. Yeah. He, you, I listened to it again today. Actually, um, I, well, I listened to it when it originally aired, but that one was it's it's stunning. It's just about a guy who was the 
what was the department he was in? The maintenance department? Yeah, for a school district. And he's just a guy who had worked his way into a position of power and just dominated everything. Exploited it to the max. Yeah, he did everything. I mean, he was just a not a good guy. I mean, no. He just intimidated people. I mean, he would blow people's doors up with bombs. I mean, it wasn't like all talk. I mean, he actually did stuff. Like spray painting, like going and vandalizing people's houses who tried to, who like uh, complained about him, sexually harassing him, or he would. It was kind of similar to the the one, uh, the episode from a couple of weeks ago, uh, in that it was people abuse in a power position that take it to an extreme and abuse you, you know, and, and, and abuse, you know. To me, that guy was as close as you could get to a mafia guy without any killing. And he said that too. That I was think he. Was, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's he, right. They had, had that a, testimony. He had pictures tapes. of yeah. He had pictures of like uh, Goodfellas and stuff and different hard. hard the Godfather. Yeah. He yeah. Had a the, Godfather. Of the Godfather. Marlon Brando, I think, was the uh, one. But the right to remain silent episode. So it some it somewhat reminded me of that episode where the the New York, the NYPD chief in that where the guy was they were making him try to get quotas and that's illegal but they were making him do it anyway it was similar to that but excellent episode so i'm curious there's actually a, a new new episode this week so so sometimes this american life can be very heartfelt and like they did an episode a couple of weeks ago that was about middle school and that was sort of kind of helps you you reminisce and it, it's it appeals to your just sort of um you know your memories and and how it was for you and how everybody really it's you feel like you're not part of anything, but everybody's going through the same thing at the same time, and no one really realizes it. This had these episodes were more of a, an extreme story. You know what I mean? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's what some of the ones that I tuned into early on were very emotional based. This American Life, and I just wasn't getting into it. Right, and that's maybe... and that's what these ones aren't like. That they're more telling a story, while those like the middle school episode from a couple weeks ago was more of like the emotional kind of one. So yeah, they should that, put a little tag next to those in, in their description, like emo episode yeah. or story episode. Well, that's my This American Life rant for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You hadn't done one in a while. So no, that's it's, it's true. But, but I no, did. we should no, check this out. Uh, podcastawards.com. I know that I initially looked at this like a year ago when I was early on getting into listening to podcasts. And this is a great source. Or if you are getting into listening to podcasts, you know, if you stumbled across our podcast by accident because you live in the Illinois Valley and now you want to branch off, this is a good place to start because these are all the winners. Mm -hmm. The beauty of this is the the beauty of podcasting in general and the internet in general is that there's something for everybody and you can find something that you're going to, you know, that'll, that'll pique your interest and that, you know, you'll like. You should, I think, in general. So... I mean, if you're into film, if you're like into health and fitness and stuff like that, I know I've gone and listened to a variety of different shows just out of curiosity to see. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot more lately, and I, I, I we plug the crap out of them already, so I don't want to jump too much into it. But you know, Stitcher, they have a really awesome. If you use their their app, I mean, they have their Stitcher's picks, where they'll just play podcast after podcast of stuff that they think you might like. I, that's a nice way to find listen to some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been I've been enjoying it. Like I I, I listen to a, a a big variety. One of the other ones, uh, the the business one that I like it. It was the winner, Planet Money, and that's another NPR one. I highly recommend that one too. They can make a really uh, something that would seem hard to comprehend 
you makes it able you're capable of grasping the topic you know what i mean when it comes to global economic issues they're able to break them down in, into little parts and, and on each little show and, and they kind of help you understand how everything fits together as you listen to it you kind of get a better understanding of the the global economy so you kind of gotta you gotta really listen on that kind that's one of those you gotta really pay attention um yeah, but it's not like it's not. They don't do it in a way where it's like should be over your head. You know what I mean? Sure. Like they, and sometimes they they'll have episodes where they focus on weird things like cotton. Like they, I mean, when I first started listening, and that's what like sucked me in was like the price of cotton. Like, how much does it cost to make a t-shirt? Let's hmm. let's make a t-shirt. And that's what they did. So they they, they put their resources together. So we were talking about Planet Money. Yeah, so they were they were trying to figure out what it cost to make a T-shirt and how easy it was to make, or if it was easy to make money selling them, or why would you buy cotton from overseas when you can get it here, and blah, 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 blah. But either way, they, they, they tackle big, what, what would seem to be really intricate and hard to grasp subjects and, and make them easily digestible. And I think for that, that that's why they, they deserve to win. Uh, that award. Cool. So, I really want to make a, an Ivy Pod T-shirt. Do you? Just because, just to add to my arsenal of T-shirts. Yeah, I have a T-shirt problem. Yeah, I wooted the other day. Did you really? Could, Which one? The Darth Vader one. Oh, nice. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Good for you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So I think you know we've talked about this podcast award probably enough. Mm-hmm. We can probably count this as our podcast section of the day. I think we that's fair. we should do a quick update on the swimming pools oh, yeah. thing. We talked about that at length a couple episodes ago, yeah. so it's worth coming back. You found some additional information you thought well, we should talk about. Well, yeah, I, 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 and then this just sort of gets into the there was the VGBA, the Virginia Graham Baker Act where there was like the drain covers in the Illinois Valley YMCA got shut down and there's uh, actually more this is a completely different act, completely separate from that BGBA. This is a completely separate thing. This deals with public swimming pools. Um, the Americans with Disabilities Act is implementing new guidelines that are going to go into effect in the spring of this year, March 15th, where and I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this, but you'll notice and you'll start. The, what a, the only reason I bring it up is because some places might actually get into trouble for it if they don't follow the guidelines. It's So it's Americans with Disabilities. They're the people that tell you how many... Uh, handicapped parking spaces you need or how long the ramp needs to be to get into your building. They're the reason that there's handrails in the bathroom and that you can slide your, you know, if you were in a wheelchair, you could fit the, if there's not anything underneath the sink and why the handles are the way they are on the faucet. You know what I mean? So sure. they're, they're, they're expanding the rules basically and they're going to start covering pools and they're you're going to you're going to start noticing that there's going to have to be lifts not necessarily um, always in all cases but in a public pool and not just like your city pool but like for hotels and like water parks and places like that where the public use it they're going to have to have two entryways into their big pool so these are pools that have over 300 feet of uh, edge you know what I mean so like a if you have, a, if it's a small little pool, you only have to have one accessible 
entryway, and if it's a big pool, it has to have two entryways. And what you're going to start seeing is these like lifts where you would be able to get a person into the pool who maybe doesn't have full mobility. Does it have to be a lift, or can it be like a? Uh, maybe you, I missed this, but can it be like just a gradual slow? Like can be a slow. we went to one in Chillicothe, a pool that they have a really nice public pool in Chillicothe, and it can be. they have a deal in their deep end of the pool where it's just it kind of wraps around like a snake, and it's a ramp that just gradually yep. gets down to the deep part. Yep, that you can do that. A sloped entry. It can be stairs, um, a lift, or a transfer. Oh, it can be stairs. Mm-hmm. It can, huh. it, but they, then you have to have stairs plus something else if it's a big pool. And one of the the more le- like the least expensive things that the pool can do to to follow these guidelines is is to get like a lift. And I think the lift even there's a whole ton of rules, and I'm not going to get any specifics because it's not really that you know relevant. But what you'll notice is when you go to the pool now, you're going to start seeing these weird devices where people can basically hoist themselves into the pool using them and it's just just like an arm or like with the seat on it that you you're able to lower yourself into the water that's all and i just wanted to bring that up because i kind of feel like there might be some controversy about this come spring or summer when maybe some places get fined or are ordered to provide these these sort of accommodations for people so i just kind of i thought i'd bring it up now because i want to i want to say i told you so later sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was, and I heard all about it at my part-time job that I work. So I met we they had a meeting and I got to kind of sit in and on it with a, a manufacturer. He works for a big manufacturer of equipment, pool equipment and stuff. And this is a big deal in the industry. So I thought I'd bring it up because I haven't really heard anything about it. I do think that a lot of places are already compliant. I think most places because this has been a couple of years in the making. So this isn't like a new thing. So we'll see. But, Good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a- Is it just me? No, maybe I'm going to make someone mad in saying this. but Maybe me. Maybe you. <laughs> but Okay, you, earlier at the very beginning, you mentioned one of these bills in Virginia. It, what did you call it again? Was it the Virginia? Graham Baker Act, VGBA. Virginia Graham. Now are those people? Virginia, Virginia Graham Baker was the, the girl that died from being okay. stuck That's, at yeah. the bottom of the spot. So, right. So, you know, I it, do they have to keep naming these bills after people? <laughs> that's a good. That's a good question. I I was talking about this with a coworker of mine. It's just like you know, we were talking that's, that's about this really pool thing, and it's like, you know, I understand what they're doing. You know, they they're well, I I understand what they're trying to make it seem like they're doing, where they're trying to be all noble and say, oh, we, you know, we're coming out with this bill for this person. It's all for them. But, you know, you could look at it the other way, too. Like, it's almost like they're doing this person a favor. And that Graham bill was a perfect except, you know, example because the her gr- grandfather was a politician, right. I believe. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm probably digging into something I shouldn't hear. But I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> do they got to keep naming these things after people? I think I know what you're getting at. I, yeah, I don't understand why they do that. I mean, couldn't they give it like a specific name, like the Pool and Spa Safety Act? <laughs> that would be fine. Right. It would be more specific. Like it, you would know what the hell they're getting at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry. I don't no, don't be sorry. I think you. I think there's some a, a certain point to what you're saying. That actually, there's some logic there. So. Um, I will. I will. I will piss off at least half the people listening. All fourteen of them. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, uh, well, that was a good update. Uh, I guess. What else do we got? I don't know, man. Why are you asking me? I don't know either. We, we've um, Dreamwave had their big thing about a week ago, I think. They had a big event. They have another one coming uh, Christmas, so always look forward to their big shows coming. What else? Uh, I had an app. So, oh, should we jump into apps already? Yeah. I, mean, I guess we're at sort of the tail end of the yeah, show. Yeah, we might as well. I... Oh, no. Before we do that, I, I did want to mention this to people because actually this is kind of important. I found out about this on another podcast. Uh, so people may have heard that in Europe there were some hackers that got caught. And it was like a five-year hacking thing where they took a lot of money from people. Oh, really? And and not like directly. They didn't like go into your bank account and and screw with you. Instead of what they did is they they I don't remember how exactly how they did it. They they misled and took advertisements that were on websites and they somehow overlaid their own. What did they do? They put their bad websites as linked to seemingly normal advertisements. So you'd go to a, any a, a normal, credible website and click on an advertisement like a banner somewhere, and then they would – it would be linked to their malicious stuff. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you got Trojans on your account, mm-hmm. and you know they're going into your computer. And uh, they were really slick about it. They, they took like I think millions of dollars, and they finally got caught. And there's a way to check to see if your computer was in any way affected. There's a FBI website. It's uh, FBI.gov. Literally, if you just type, do a Google. I mean, I can put this on there. I'll try to remember to do that. Mm-hmm. It's the link to this. But if you literally just Google FBI, check to see your computer is affected, or just Google virus FBI, you know, just so use some of those keywords, and you will find this. It's just a, a very simple page. You type in your IP address. Now, that's going to be the hardest part here is finding out what your IP address is. But they give instructions on the right. page. That's what I'm doing do right now, actually. Yeah. So you go and you, you, you type in your IP address for your internet, local internet, and it'll tell you whether or not you've been affected. So it's a nice little feature, and I recommend everybody do it just in case, because you never know. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, what, what happens if you were? I think, uh, oh, well, you can just use standard, you know, malware-type, programs to get stuff off it'll work but you need to be able to identify it i guess your your typical um if you use any of the regular programs or some of the ones out there norton any of that kind of stuff they might not pick it up oh really i think that's what they were getting at that those programs might not pick this one up Hmm. so that's out there for everybody in case you need it yeah that's a good tip so what else we got how long are we in how long we've been on here What what are we looking at we should clo- We should finish it up pretty quick. Okay, probably. Sounds good to me. Pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, um, I think you should tell us. I got. A, I got one thing that I want to tell you with, but I want you to tell me about your your roulette strategy, because I think. Oh, okay. It's sure. Your get rich quick scheme that you've been using. Oh, okay. <laughs> no problem. Maybe I don't think anybody will come try to hurt me for. So you're gonna go. You got a question, or you want me to? No, tell you, you go first. first. Mine's okay. mine's a little well, goofy. Okay, well, <laughs> here, before we do that, let's make everybody wait during a short break, and we'll come back, and I'll give everybody my roulette strategy. Okay. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. 
All right, thanks for waiting, everybody. So Clayton just asked me about this strategy because I have written in our doc here that I told my brother, Bob, who was on our show way back when, I gave him the strategy and he was in Vegas and he won 400 bucks. So using this strategy, I believe I won about a thousand bucks. So it can work. And I don't think there's anything wrong with telling people about this because it's really just a, the whole bottom line is just betting and then rebetting to cover your previous bet. That's the whole idea. Okay. The strategy itself requires that you have $300 to start. You have to walk into this thing with 300 bucks. Okay. okay. So that's the starting. And then there is a almost like a way to remember it. It's like a pyramid. The way I do it, or I was taught, is there's like four lines of this pyramid. The top line just you write the number one five times. And then the next row down, you write the number two three times. Okay. The next row down, you write three, three, and then a four. And then the fourth row down, you write four and five. So you've got four lines with these numbers. Now, what do these numbers mean? These are representative of the bets you're making. One is equivalent to 10. 2, 20, 3, 30, 4, 40, 5, 50. Now, if you're on a, you can find a roulette board that allows you to make a $1 bet in this manner, you know, more power to you, but it's so, hard, it's hard to find those. So. so how does the pyramid go again real quick? The top, okay, so this is just, and all this pyramid thing is, is a way to remember it. That's all this is for. Okay. What I'm telling you now. And the top line, so there's four lines. Top line is five ones. You just write one, 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 five times. Okay. Then the next row down, you write two, two, two. The next row down is three, three, four. And then the next row down is four, five. So you have one, 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 five times. And then you have two, 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 just three times? Correct. And then you have three, three, four. And then the final row four, is four, five. five. Okay. So what this is is you're betting on what they call a street. A street is a group of six numbers. You can bet on a street. So if you're looking at a roulette table, you've got all those numbers, like 36 numbers, is it? Or yeah, I believe whatever, so. Whatever, 30-something. So they have rows of three. And if you put your chips on the edge of a row in between two rows... So you put it on the edge of the board in between two rows. You are betting on those two rows. So that would be six numbers. Okay. So you take you, – you have to do a table that allow you to do a $10 bet on that. So they have stipulations on different tables won't let you make certain types of bets. But most will allow a $10 bet on a street. So you put 10 bucks on the street. So you pick out your six numbers and you bet on six numbers. And that's it. You just you bet ten bucks and you see what happens. If you win, okay. awesome. You just won fifty bucks. If you lose, you bet ten dollars again. So now you've moved to the second one. That's what that represents. You you bet ten dollars again. Okay. If you win, great. You won forty dollars because you won back your ten from the previous turn plus forty. If you lose, you do it again. Ten dollars again, and you keep doing this. If you win, if you lose, you keep repeating this $10 bet 
up so to you, five times. So you, what you're betting on is the area where you'd bet on the area, say one, two, three, four, five, or six, right? Well, right. the table they, isn't the, the table doesn't work like that. They're random. The way the numbers are scattered all across the board, I believe. Oh wait. Oh, oh I, I okay. I, I see what you mean, but you have the one through. Yeah, I know what you mean, but you're you're betting on the street area where you get six numbers in the area where you're placing. So if it could land on one of these six numbers, say, it would be six, right? Yes. You win. Right. If okay. it lands on one of those okay. six numbers, <laughs> if the ball lands on one of those six numbers, you win. Yeah, you win. Okay. It's a five-to-one payout, I believe. So it's like 10 bucks will get you 50 bucks. So if at any point during this you win, the whole system resets. Okay. And you can pick a brand-new set of six numbers. But as long as you're losing, you stick with those six numbers, and you do not move your chips. You bet ten bucks. You keep betting ten bucks. Now, after five times of losing, then you switch to a twenty dollar bet. You do twenty dollars, then you lose again to another twenty dollars. If you lose again, another twenty dollars. So now you've lost eight times in a row on these six numbers. So then you move to thirty dollars, and you do that two times. and then finally you move to a $40 bet. So the idea is it's just reclaiming your money that you lost. That's how this is working. I've heard of a blackjack strategy that was very similar. So it's a cool strategy. So, well, to finish this off, so the $30, $30, and then a $40 bet, and then that final line is your final two bets, a $40 bet and then a $50 bet. So the idea is that you're betting that the ball will land on one of your six numbers one out of 13 times because there's 13 moves in this system. Mm-hmm. So roulette is actually not one of the best odds for you at the casino. You know, blackjack no. and craps are your top odds games. So and roulette is not... only when you play the pass line, right? I believe that's right, yes. So You just play ghetto craps, essentially. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. So, yeah, this is a way to maximize your odds, and I wouldn't even say that's not probably the most appropriate way to put it. It's just a way of of, of getting your money back. So this system can be a very slow way to make money. It's kind of a grinder's way of gambling because right. you might lose five times in a row, and then you hit that that next one, so you get your money back plus a little, and then you'll lose, 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 and get your money back plus a little. And it's just kind of a really gradual way to – it's, I think it's a fun way, and if you like to go, you know, casinos around here don't give free drinks, but, you know, when you're, it's a slow way to play, so you get to sit and just enjoy, you know, you get a free drink, you know, they, yeah. they always give players drinks, so it's it's just a fun, I, I enjoyed it because it's a fun way to play. you can do it with $5 bets or whatever the minimum bet would, would be, but the idea would be, like, if you could bet a dollar each time, you'd go to $2, $3, $4, or $5. It's sure, but I don't, bets, the, the, the problem there is you're not going to find tables that'll go that right. small. They've got or minimum $5, bets. $5, $10, $15, $20, $25. Yeah, you the, know, the oh, table will let you bet a buck on a, a single number, but they're not going to let you bet a buck on a group of six. I'm pretty oh, sure. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not very yeah. experienced in the casino. Yeah, so, yeah, nobody expected to get a gambling lesson today, but this is my... But I, I, I think you did a good job explaining it. Much better than we did, much better job than with the combine from last week. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah, see, there you go. You can tell what I'm knowledgeable of. I am not knowledgeable of farming. Gambling, a little bit more. <laughs> you've, you've actually lived it. And, well, and I, yeah, the experience tells, you know, the tale. I One of the first times that I went to Vegas, I did this system. 
And, and the hardest part about the system is you have to have that money up front. So it's hard, so hard to walk up to a table with $300 mm-hmm. and knowing that if the system fails, I just it lost 300 bucks. And yes, and it, could. it could. There's not, there's no like, this is the way to manipulate it. Like, there's still like probably like a 50 50 chance that you're going to lose it all, right? I, probably I, more I forget. Than that, I worked it out, actually. I worked out the odds way back when. I don't remember. What they were, they weren't that bad. They might have been better than that, but okay. but yeah, walking into it, you you got to be able to walk into it with three hundred bucks because that's if after all those bets, if you lose after the thirteenth time and you lose, you just lost three hundred bucks, and then at that I, point, I suppose yeah, you can continue the system on, but I mean, I've heard of a similar strategy for blackjack. It's so. it can be fun when I the first time I went to Vegas I did this system and I it took a while like you know the first night I was a hundred bucks up and then the next night I was two hundred bucks up and then it just kind of built built and it was a slow process but by the end of it I was like one thousand bucks it was awesome nice you can also lose but the time that and I did lose using this system once but disclaimer I was drinking <laughs> so you and I am. Not- Almost positive that I didn't do the system right. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. I, there yeah, you there go. you go. So be sober um, when you're doing this. If right. You care about your money. All right. I, I I had one thing, and this is a goofy thing, but if you, you don't you don't have to answer me if you don't want to. But I, I'm trying out some new um, underwear, and uh, they're they're <laughs> the boxer briefs because everybody wears those. Like they're the greatest thing ever, and I'm a boxer guy. Okay. I, I've been wearing them this whole time. We've been doing this episode, and I couldn't be more uncomfortable. You're wearing boxer briefs right now. <laughs> yeah, they're awful. <laughs> <laughs> Just needed to get that off my chest. So if you've heard me like standing up or squirming, that's why. That's the only thing. That, that's my it. Clayton is out it. of his comfort zone. Oh, totally. They're Your like boys cons- are not free. No, they're constricting my legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this podcast is taking an ugly turn. Yeah, so that's all I got. That's all okay. I well, there really wasn't a question there. You said you don't have to answer. Well, I, I, was, I didn't really. I was going to ask you what you wear, but I don't really care. I just needed to get out that oh, I'm come trying. Come on now. I'm trying to tell you now. Trying out something new, and I'm not really digging it. <laughs> I was well, that you'll get used to it. I'm in I, the boxer brief camp, so I, it's I, out there. Maybe they're too small. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, got to switch all. to just. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to – I'm going to let – you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to work that out. All right. Well, I, I think that's all we got. Um, <laughs> that's all we got. Let's, we got to end the show now. Yeah, I'm going to go take my underwear off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Cross yeah, that's Over the line. Yeah. Over the line. Uh, my apologies. I don't think that's too racy. No. Uh, no. So We're good. We didn't really have anything else to hit on, did we? No, I've pretty much covered it. I was questioning whether or not I wanted to create a Google Plus page for our show, but honestly, I don't think it's even worth it. Not at this point. As of right now, nobody uses Google Plus except for geeks and nerds, and I'm one of them. Right, and I I think it's neat. I dig it. Yeah, I like it. I I use it. I check it daily, but nobody else does. So. (laughs) <laughs> I don't check it daily. I know that much. Uh, I know it takes up a lot of space on my phone. Oh yes, they've they're working on that. They need to get better at that. Speaking of that, real quick, I guess I'll throw out a quick app. 
Uh, I've mentioned it before that Dolphin browser as the alternative to an Android stock browser. So just navigating the web. Oh, I love it even more now that I've started using uh, their webzine thing. I don't know if you ended up downloading it, Clayton. I'm, I was trying to download it before the show started, and I oh, ran into some it's, trouble. Yeah, so like, you know, they've got a regular, they've got lots of cool features that I talked about last time, but but I didn't even explore the whole webzine thing, which is, it's not unlimited as to what you can use, but a webzine is just a different way of looking at websites, and the website has to be set up for this app to work with it. So a lot of, they've got a lot of the big names, like Wired has got a webzine format for their browser. Really? Uh, life hacker it's got a lot of cool stuff on their site they've got one set up just a lot of the main news magazine outlets that are out there have these and it's just a really really nice way to read articles or headlines on a smartphone highly recommend using it have to check it out yeah i'm a big fan of uh wired yeah i think you'll like that especially i know you will it's 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 sweet so cool that's well, I, and I'm, I actually did try to download it, but I, I was having, for whatever reason, my phone wasn't having it. So, Yeah, and um, oh, bad news. Uh, our phones might not get ice cream sandwich. I'm waiting to find out. Oh, because they're too old? Yeah. Really? Yeah. God, I just or got if it. Or they, if they do, it's gonna, we might have to wait like a year. We'll see. Oh. Uh, it's, I don't know. I've been watching it closely. It's, uh, we don't know what's going to happen, but. Okay. Well, keep us posted. I will do that. So I guess uh, we should close it out because we are in our final minute of the show. Yeah, well, let's wrap it up and call it a show. Mail at ivypod.com is our email. Ivy Podcast is our Twitter <laughs> thing. And IvyPod is our Facebook thing. Yes. So let's go home. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks a lot. Peace out. Is that it? Yeah, I hope so. Okay.